0: And now, your
1: hosts for today's show. Welcome to the living room. How do we create meaningful and soul satisfying friendships? That's our topic for today's show. I am Jody Robinson, and joining me today are my co hosts from the living room Michelle, Christy, Kate, Dana, and Heather. We're glad you've joined us and we're ready to share some personal experiences and offer some advice on how we think we can create and sustain lasting friendships, but those friendships that are also soul satisfying. I love the quote, friendship isn't about whom you've known the longest. It's about who came and never left your side. Oh, I love that. You know, the ones that stick by us um, through thick and thin, even if it's for months and not years, but they've come for that particular time it's just that's what builds that feeling in my soul but i'm so glad that you're my friend jana you have something that will set the tone for this particular show share with us
2: okay you know i've always had great friends i've always had lots of lots of fun friends and then some a really few really good close friends that have been really nurturing However, I married my best friend, and so then I thought, once we were married, well, this is it. He's my top priority. I don't need to spend time with friends anymore, and we moved away, so then my friends were far away, and I just thought, well, this is it. This is my life now. And it took me quite a while to realize that thing One, if I was demanding all of my social energy to come from him, that's not fair. That's too big a demand to place on him. Secondly we need female friendship. We just do. And I got to a place in my life where we had hit a real crisis. We had skid into uh, something really heavy and my family was hundreds of miles away. And yes, my husband was there, but I really needed somebody to process with somebody, you know, that could really listen and help me. And it turned out that there was a friend who was going through something similar. At the same time, we literally sat by each other and inquired. That is how we met. We had almost nothing in common. But we started to realize that we had this one thing in common and then a beautiful friendship um, blossomed out of that. And it started maybe just going for walks, you know, and, and, but that, then I realized, oh, wait, this is someone who I can really talk to. This is someone who isn't going to judge my circumstances. This is someone who's going to listen and not go spreading it through the grapevine. This is someone I can trust, you know. And then, and then as you share some deeper things, you become, you become close. And so I've had, I realized at that point in time that it wasn't a luxury. That friendship was a need. Mm -hmm. I love that so
1: Kate what is friendship in your definition
3: Do you know I was just thinking about that but my best friend we've been my cute best friend Stacy we've been friends since ninth grade and I can't do the math so I don't know how long that is almost I guess almost almost 20 years 10 years I don't know (laughs) 20 years yeah 20 years oh my gosh anyway we cannot be more different it is hilarious. she is the most touchy person I am not at all and she and she always was ready and and I was not at all, but we were like the perfect friends for each other because you know she was always so guilt ridden I was always like you 're fine but then she 'd help me also learn compassion and and so we really were just this perfect combination for each other through junior high and high school. And, and, um, it's funny because I just, she just moved back here, um, from Colorado. And so we hadn't seen each other in years. I mean, we see each other like once a year, we talk all the time on the phone, but I haven't seen her kids forever. But as I saw her kids, I, I love them so much because she loves them so much. And I was so surprised at how much I love them and, you know, texting her after how is, how is so-and-so, how is he doing? How is she now? How are they? And genuinely interested because. Is, you know because they're her kids and I mm-hmm. thought if anything were ever to happen to her to her or her husband I would take those kids in a heartbeat I might not take some of my nieces and nephews or, you know no I'm just kidding but but truly like, no you're I, not yeah I <laughs> <hear that. laughs> no but really and I thought why why is that I don't I have another friend like that I've seen her kids twice in my whole life but it's because I love her so much I know she loves her kids so much that I would do anything for them. I would do oh, yeah. anything because it's her. It's because of how I feel about their mom. And it's just, I mean, that's what it is. I think that's a friendship that defies anything. Some of my sisters, everything is friendship. Is closer in some ways with my, with those best friends.
1: You end up loving what they love because they love it. And, yeah, and you I care that. about them so much. And yeah. to recognize that there's a need for friendship. So yeah. Chrissy, what kind yeah. of thoughts do you have on friendship? Well, when I think about friendship
0: and as I was preparing last night, I was uh, writing down the names of all of the women that were coming to my mind as those women that really impressed themselves upon my heart and changed me. And it made me emotional last night as I wrote them name after name after name in these women. And I thought about female friendship, and I thought all the way back to Elizabeth uh, in the Bible and her cousin Mary Mm -hmm. and what happens when... Mary is told she's going to have a baby, and she's not married, and she has this whole thing. Where does she run? She goes to her friend, her cousin, for three yeah. months of refuge to mm-hmm. be healed, to mm-hmm. be, take mm-hmm. solace in the comfort of another woman. And and um, that's,
3: really that's what we
0: do for each other. We come together and we help each other and we give sucker and love and support and humor and all of these things that I really haven't found that outside of of friendships with women
1: mm-hmm. that is a relationship that the I point. don't think we could ever examine closely enough because mm-hmm. we th- we read it in the bible and then we put it in terms like mm-hmm. you just put it in modern day you know She's expecting a baby and she's not married and all the, but to realize that there was somebody willing to see her and I like to think of friendship as, as I want somebody to see me, and my husband is is a person that will see me, but if you can think of that safe place that you could go for that person, a female friend that could see you, what, why why is that possible with someone that you're not married to someone that is what, what does it take to create that what is that elizabeth and mary connection that makes it so wonderful
2: i think we just there's a lack of judgment first of all there we right? go. she had to feel safe uh-huh. there yeah and um uh... And some kind of a um, a real, honestly, like a like a spiritual kinship. I was going to say, like, almost well, right? like you like knew each other connection. or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, and because her womb leapt when she heard the
3: announcement, right? She right. had that joy from mm-hmm. within. That That's a deep spiritual connection. It's and like I the think... Anna Green, kid. what does she say? You're oh, yeah, my yeah, yeah. kindred to Yeah, kindred spirit. Kindred spirit. Kindred spirit. spirit. And I'm like, yeah, it's, I love that. It's, yeah. and it's so true. And I think of my best friend and how... Um, when I'll tell her about, you know, my husband and I got in an argument or something, what I love about her is not that she's like, oh, I hate him. He's always been the worst. You know, Is she was like, well, I know him. And I think he was proud. I love that she takes the side. Yes. But then she takes my, but she also validates my feelings. I don't need somebody that says I hate my hu- I love my husband. I would kill right. me if she was like, you know, I need somebody that helps me in a loving way because she knows me how she can do that and calms me down, but can also validate my feelings. And I think that's so powerful. That's only a few different people that that could do that, you know? I
1: like that. So I'm hearing validation. I'm hearing being judgmental. I'm hearing that feeling of immense and deep trust that says you're going to see me, you're going to understand me. And even though you may not be exactly like me, you're still going to you're going to accept, accept me in everything. Me. Yeah,
4: well, and a, and a lack of jealousy, a mm-hmm. lack of judgment. No competition. You no know, yeah. competition. Yeah. Even that story, you know, from the Bible, as we look at Elizabeth, as her womb wept, she she could have felt so many other things. Like, yeah. yeah. why not me? I mean, yeah. we got a myriad yeah. of things that we all yeah. feel, right? Where yeah. we look at a friend and we're like, that is so not fair. Her husband, this, or yeah, her kids yeah. like that, or she doesn't have to deal with this. And, well, and right. I
0: because Elizabeth was yeah, older and, and she, and and she wanted, was pregnant and right. she finally, but then you look at so her so cousin, Mary, that's not, not even married. Teenager, she's like, are you 14? 14? Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. That's a good point. There, I never thought of that.
4: There could about. have been so much, you know, yeah. jealousy and judgment yeah. and, and all of that. And a real friend, you know, I think of my dearest, closest girlfriend, and never once do I feel that. If mm-hmm. if I'm happy, she is happy for me. Oh, yeah. Not because she wants it to, but because she genuinely is happy for me. And when something good happens to her, even if I've longed for it, gosh, I am so happy. I yeah. I cry with her and I laugh with her and I... I, I celebrate
2: with her there's yeah. a difference and I think a good friend kind of like Kate was saying, and I think you did too Heather will shine a light on a situation and help you see it through fresh eyes without criticizing you or whatever he'll he'll say, well, he may have been thinking this or you know and help you see something in fresh eyes so that you can grow mm-hmm.
1: I love that and and a true friend does want you to grow there's a cute quote that talks about how a true friend um, will see her beautiful flowers growing in her yard and in her area, but then come to yours and see that maybe yours isn't as um, fortified and say, hey, but it's just as beautiful. And I know that I don't say that as eloquently as what I had read, but I love the thought that that friend is not comparing and is not saying, oh, you know, my mother-in-law is a masterful gardener and I can learn a lot from her, but she's also become a friend. She takes me to lunch um and we talk and um and that development has been an interesting thing because we are we are different so relationships whether it's family or outside of family we've got kind of the definition what is something that you know you could do better in being a friend anybody want to dig deep enough to share i'll i'll jump in here <laughs> um i feel like I
5: have very good friends. I, I, Growing up, I might have had a best friend for a season, but I never really had a best friend that lasted forever. And so in some cases, you know, I, and I feel like as an adult, I've really come into understanding what friendship is and needing that friendship um, in so many different ways. But um, I, I'm a bad friend. Like, <laughs> I have so many things going on in my life mm. that I, I will notice myself saying, oh my gosh, I have my friend Amy that is one of my very best friends in the whole widest world. And yet sometimes, sometimes there's two or three days that go by because I'm so caught up in my own life where mm-hmm. I don't reach out and I know something is terrible happening with, with her. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I didn't even, I didn't remember. And, and so I, I just think that, um, just like anything else whether it's it's connecting with your kids or connecting with your spouse that that, that two-way connection is important and sometimes i want to be better and it's not it doesn't mean that i don't love her or love any of my other friends but sometimes it's like i didn't even send that thank you note and i didn't do that but sometimes i forget it's not seeing
1: the weeds, they're seeing the flowers, and they're saying, Mm -hmm. Michelle's a fantastic friend, she's Mm -hmm. wonderful, you know, but that's the reality, is that what you want in a friend, you You know, know, I can can relate to Michelle,
2: because one of the hardest things for me is making time, I have a super Mm -hmm. heavy loaded life, right, I've got four part-time jobs, and you know, a family besides, I've got a lot of crazy stuff going on, and it is really hard for me, Probably the hardest thing of all is to pick up the phone, Mm -hmm. right? Just to pick up the phone. Hey, how are you doing? That doesn't happen in my universe. And so that's something that I could do a lot better at. I can sometimes send a text or an email, but lots of times I'm thinking about the person and then it just floats by. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like um, the bonds of friendship that I've created are super solid. And Mm -hmm. I think that maybe I'm just friends with the most forgiving people in the universe, but I feel like our friendships, even if we don't talk for months or maybe even a year, amen. that... Me too. We get back together and we're as close as if you know we're still in sixth grade, right. no. which brings up a thought. Does
1: anybody have a memory from childhood of a best friend? Oh yeah. Because I love those. I I had a best friend that I just got to be reacquainted with. That we went to a retreat and all of a sudden this moment of like, oh my heavens, you're Jody and you're and she just went, oh, you were my best friend in third Aww. grade and Aww, we hugged each other. Cute. But what I loved about her is she remembered my bedroom exactly. Um, and it was—I I didn't, darling. What that represented to me is, she said, "You know, I had—I had a—I um, had, had a really fussy, fussy mom. <laughs> Love you, mom. <laughs> but my bedroom and my bed was always done because my mother made my bed. There's a confession. <laughs> but Amy came from a family of ten kids, and the house was a." family of 10 kids so she'd come to my house and she would appreciate the fact that everything was put together mm-hmm. where I was like I appreciated your house because it was just so free but the fact was mm-hmm. that she remembered she remembered the color of my bedspread but she remembered our lemonade stand and all of a sudden mm-hmm. I thought thank you for taking me back through memory lane because I was that third grader again walking through my mustard monster house and going I was a I, I was playful I was happy we played Barbies we play also you know watched happy days But the reality was, is that it was fun. And she saw me again. She saw who I was and accepted me who I was. And she wasn't thinking that as a third grader. But for a woman you haven't seen for 30 years, Mm -hmm. you know, to all of a sudden show up in your life and you go, we were friends. And we are going to lunch this week on Thursday. So I'm happy for those friends that have come back into my life that are those precious
3: and dearest friends. Anybody want to share from childhood? I have a friend from childhood. She grew up next to me. Krista, same thing, like third grade, probably through like seventh grade. And she didn't grow up right next to me, but she was in my neighborhood. And we were super close, good friends. And then um, then we grew up and got married and, and moved away and went to school and stuff. So I hadn't seen her in years and years. And I loved her parents. And and anyway, um, I remember her mom taking us to TCBY and her dad paying us to pick up pine cones and all these different things. But I was at her house all the time. She's at my house all the time. And, and then her dad passed away a few years ago in a tragic accident. And I remember just just feeling for her, I hadn't talked to her in 20 years and, or, you know, more than 20 years. And I remember going to my mom's, and I was like, I just feel like I need to, to go to her mom's house and say, you know, and, and anyway, my mom called me and she was like, Kate, Krista's Krista's there. And, and I remember feeling like, Oh, what am I going to say? And plus the circumstances and then I'm 20 something. And, but I just knew I needed to go. Here was my friend, you know, from so long ago. And it'll make me emotional, but we saw each other and she was sitting in the driveway with her husband and she just goes, Oh Kate, Katie. She called me Katie, Kate. Oh Katie. And I said, Krista. And we just embraced and just started to cry together. Mm. And we hadn't here it was 20 something years. And I just held her and she held and she was like thank you. And I was like, oh you and I just had to tell her a reminder, I've loved your parents. I love your mom and dad and I do. And it was just a, such a powerful moment and we walked away and I just looked at my mom and I'm like, can you imagine if I hadn't gone? Can you I'm so grateful. I went we haven't talked again since it's been years but I'm so grateful for that moment that we had that was built on when we were friends as little kids it was powerful so how do we if we haven't
1: developed soul satisfying friendships how do we start where do we begin or how do we if we have them keep those friendships going I think that, um,
5: the five love languages exist in friendships yeah. just mm-hmm. as much as it exists in marriages. And I, I just trying to figure out what my, what my friends like, what they need. And, and I know they're forgiving and I know they, they don't care when I go a few days and don't say anything and that they're patient and loving. But I also know that my friend Cammie, and is can forget that I have not talked to her for three days if I go to the gym she loves me going to the gym she loves going to the gym it's just this silly oh, little thing oh, and she yeah. loves to come with me to the gym and so she'll text me and say hey when can we go to the gym and our best conversations are when our kids are in the gym daycare getting we'll all kinds that. of g- diseases while we, <laughs> um, while we walk on the treadmill and she runs and I just walk and I cheer her on while she's running or whatever <laughs> but, but you know then I have other friends where We're I can together. take over a donut and then everything is well, in the world, and um, they would never make me go to the gym, which is great. But I love Cami for getting. I don't like Cami, but I think that part of creating soul satisfying friendships is um, not not giving what you what you want to give, but really saying what is yes. it that they need yes. Yes. that can that's great that can I fill like them that. and that can they they can feel love for me.
0: I like I that. love that. Thanks. I think we have to learn how to be vulnerable and to not put on airs and Mm -hmm. be honest with who we are Mm -hmm. um, and to not try to appear as anything uh, but what we are. People connect with you when they can say me too. Me too, me too. That's what Mm -hmm. Brene Brown says. And uh, Mm -hmm. so if you are lacking soul-satisfying friendships, find someone you want to be a friend with and be vulnerable with them. I'm not saying tell them your deepest, darkest secrets, but be or real. maybe do
1: be real, yeah. be real. Yeah, yeah. I've had a friend for 23 years now, and she uh, visited me in Texas when we very first moved there, and we are friends to this day. And we just spent some time together last week. She's moved back to where I live, a little closer, and um, she has been that soul satisfying friend that when I look at myself as 25 years ago, roughly, you know, and that young person that I. She's about ten years ahead of me, and I looked up to her because she was the mom with the two kids. I didn't have kids at the time that we met, but she loved me for the stage of life that I was in. When, to be honest, I was probably pretty judged uh, because I wasn't having children right away, um, and in a, in a in that particular culture, I was you know I wasn't the the, the usual norm. norm. And there's not a norm, but in my perception, there was. But she took me in and said, hey, you can still come over and we can make jam. Uh, you don't have to have kids to do this. And then I take her to the city and show her a fancy lunch place because I worked in the city. But I just really appreciate that fun. Tacey That's has been cheer. there all these years and that she cheers me on um, and I cheer her on. She shared with me something really hard that happened to her and. Um, and she didn't share it until many, many years into our friendship. And all of a sudden, I looked at her and I said, I hope that I have never done anything mm-hmm. that would allow you to think that you couldn't tell me that. Mm-hmm. And she said, I know, I know, I had to be ready. So when you talk about vulnerability, mm-hmm. I think that's the beauty is, to me, Tacy was the friend that said, I'm ready. And, you're, and when you're ready or vice versa, mm-hmm. but it's just being ready. When somebody is ready to be vulnerable, being there being that person. And I appreciate her for being there. There's very few times that I can look at my life and think I I wouldn't have anyone. I would always, always have Tacey.
0: You know, what's so interesting though, as I made this list last night that I was talking about earlier Mm -hmm. for the number of years that I've lived. I mean, I can think of groups of people like my Mm -hmm. church group or my Mm -hmm. book club Mm -hmm. or our Mm -hmm. living room group or Mm -hmm. whatever. But when I think of the number of years I've lived and this list where, yes, I've been blessed with beautiful friendships, it isn't a super long list of these right. really deep right. friendships. Yeah. So when that oh, yeah. comes along,
2: they usually fit feed at about it, one hand. Yeah. nurture yeah. it, yeah. nourish
0: it, yeah, yes. treat it with the respect yeah. that it deserves. And when you are asking, what can you do, do better? That's what I can do better. I need to work on my relationships. That's my word of this year. Mm-hmm. And invest the time that it takes to grow those soul satisfying relationships yeah.
5: mm-hmm. and i 'll say another thing on that i I had a period in my life, and I need to bring this back but um where I was lots of different things traveling for work i when I was before I even had kids, and i didn't have any excuses for not having good friendships back then but um, I, I always took a box of note cards with me on the airplane and I would write note to friends and then mail them from wherever I was from at where I, mm-hmm. wherever I went. And, uh, and they used to say how fun that was, or I'd find postcards and send it to them. And how that was a little thing. I think that we do so many things digitally and months can go by on Facebook or we can send a text message, but sometimes um, shaking it up and doing something different can really invent that. And I'm glad I just remembered that because I need to do that more. And now I love
1: that a box of Mm note cards in my bag now that Mm -hmm. I'm traveling. Yeah. So that brings us to that next point where we can wrap things up. But what are some other actual hands on ideas that you can do? Write the notes, Um, you know, feeling it is one thing, but
2: saying, I feel this about you. Well, you know what? My friend Allison is a fantastic baker. She is par excellence. And uh, I came home from, it might have been from this recording session last time, and on my porch was this little package, and I went and opened the door and opened it up, and my birthday had been the week before, but she'd been sick and completely gone past her, and these were a whole box of chocolate cupcakes from Allison with, like, the frosting that tastes like fudge, just, like, unbelievable, and it was, like, the happiest surprise, I think, that she even thought of me, yeah. you know, and then just, that was it, just you know, happy mm-hmm. birthday. I remember it. And here you go. You. Yeah, it yeah. was two weeks ago, but oh, well, you know, that kind of, yeah, it was great. It doesn't take a lot. It really no. doesn't, mm-hmm. but
1: it is fun to think of some of the, you know, fun ideas that allow us to say, Hey, I, I actually appreciate your friendship. Christy. I was just going to say, when you
0: have a feeling in your heart about someone, yes, you, I, even if you're her insecure her. about it, even if you're like, Oh, I don't know if would she like me there? Just
3: follow through, follow yeah. through. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just thinking that exact thing. I was thinking of a cute friend, and she wasn't a close friend of mine, but I adored her from high school. Super, super sweet girl, Jamie. And um, I haven't seen her since high school, but I had heard her, our families, someone in our families are married to each other along the line. But so I've seen her a couple times, and um, I knew that one of her sons, when he was eight, died of cancer. And um, I think I wrote her a note on Facebook at the time. And But anyway, I just out of the so it's been years and years and I don't even know how long it's been, but out of the blue I had the thought, I wonder if Jamie has people still, you know, now that it's been five or six years, people still comment or say things or whatever. And then it just kind of stuck with me. So I got on Facebook really quick and just sent a private message and just said, Hey, I just want you to know, I I still think about you all the time in your son and wonder how you guys are doing. And I never knew him, but I just remember how darling he was. I love seeing his picture. But I just want you to know that I still think about that all the time, even though I don't write you. I pray for you. I think about you a lot. And I just just love you. I want you to know that. I ran into her like a week later, randomly. She came up to me and gave me this biggest hug. And she goes, you have no idea what that did for me. And I was like, I'm so glad I followed that random Afton. little thought. And yeah. that was my thought. Is it doesn't always have to be close friends, but I tried to text or somebody, and thank goodness for social media too at times because Makes I'm able to reach sometimes. so, many more, so yeah. many more people sometimes where I wouldn't have picked up the phone because maybe I didn't have time to really give yes. it what it deserved. Yes. So now I can text, hey, you've been on my mind, why? Yes. Or hey, you've been on my yes. mind, I love you. Hey, what's yes. going on? Do you? Yes. And then if the conversation goes further, fantastic. But those little things make a big difference.
5: I'm sorry I'm talking so much. I didn't we think I had anything to say say (laughs) (laughs) I remember one time someone saying to me pick up the phone I'm like I don't have time for that she's like tell her so you know what I'm running to something else I have three minutes but I was thinking about you and wanted to check in. and so it sets the expectations like hey I'm running somewhere and I'm doing something but I I can't talk forever but I wanted you to know I was thinking about you and so at least saying at least doing that making the phone call doing it when you can and saying sending the text message or the Facebook message or
1: whatever I, I did something um, a little extravagant a couple of years ago that basically just it's something you can't do all of the time but I I made a luncheon I'm a party person and decided mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna I've got six women I've got to invite and just say that you made a difference in my life and so they all came, And I don't want to set an expectation because this is not something I've done every year. But this was a hard year. This was a year where these women had really gone through something with me and supported me. And um, I had lost a baby and just did not know what that was going to do to me. Well, so these women come and it it was just us. We had babysitters for the kids. But I sat and I was able to tell each one of those women to their face what they had done for me. Oh, um And for me, yeah. that was more for me because when you think of, well, I got to prepare it, I got to be excited mm-hmm. about it, but I wanted each of them to know in the way that I wanted to communicate it and just say, you know what, here's a night off from your kids, but you made a difference in my life. Mm-hmm. There's a wonderful book out by Hallmark, uh, Is That, that you've made a difference in my life. I'll post that on our website. Any other thoughts on friendship? We want these people to know that they've made a difference in our lives how do we how do we express that well I, you know i was just
4: going to piggyback off what michelle said a minute or two ago my dearest friend and i we we rarely have time to talk on the phone like ever and so we went through this spell where it was like an all or nothing because our conversations turned into like four hours and yes, yes, yes. once you start having kids and then you have more than it's yeah. like there's I, I can't even answer your phone call let alone yeah. like stay engaged with you for that long there's just it's i don't have that time and so the the huge change happened when that's the decision we made, like Michelle just said. The decision was made, 30 seconds is better than than nothing. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> first we set up when we could, we'd set up a time once a month to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. We had to schedule it in, which sounds really stupid because you're friends and you're thinking, wait a second, we should always have time for each other. But real life doesn't allow that when you don't you know live close and can't drop in next door and so once that kind of didn't work and, and lives were going a different way, that's the agreement we've come to, where it's like, hey, listen, all I've got is literally 30 seconds. You know, I'm in the car. It's hands-free because I'm in California. I've got you on speaker. I've got 30 seconds till I park, but I just wanted to say hi. Everybody good? Yep, everybody good in here? Great. Bye. And that's how There you go. That's a
2: cool idea. I like that. and
4: And sometimes, you know, we think that to, to sustain these friendships, it has to be grandiose,
1: but... But sometimes we don't have that. So it really is just that that simple thought that lets them know you're there. It's like marriage. It's making that commitment to say, I'm sticking by you no matter what. And that's the sole satisfying truth about a, a female friendship, woman to woman, that is deep. Is I'm going to be with you. And, and we are so grateful to have you out there and listening to our show, our quote of the day friendship isn't about who you've known the longest it's about who came and never left your side and the author's unknown on that i wish i could thank that person but i think we all have individuals that we can think about to say do i need to act on this prompting and say thank you for being in my life um and it doesn't have to be big it just has to be something that is is genuine thanks for spending time with us check us out on social media find us at fromthelivingroom.com. And always make some time for yourself, make some living room. Have a great day.
0: Thanks for coming to The Living Room. We hope you've enjoyed listening, laughing and learning something new. Join us for our next show. And in the meantime, give yourself and those you love some living room.